So Lord, just come and um, we ask you just to step out from the shadows, Lord. Make yourself known to us. We know you're here. Holy Spirit, we, want, we ask you, reveal Jesus. Reveal the Father. Amen. Amen. Cool. Okay, so we're going to stick up um, the verse, if that's okay, Chris. So um, last time I was speaking, I, I, I chose to speak from Isaiah 55, and I don't know if you remember, a bit further into the chapter, where it says, your ways are higher than mine, and all that sort of thing. And we were looking at how, in fact, the reference to that is really referring back to the previous few verses about we wouldn't choose us. That's not the way we would do it. If we, if we were the person who, um, if we were God, we wouldn't choose us. And, uh, and yet he does, because his ways are higher. His thoughts are greater. So that was the whole concept. But remember, what did I say last time about if you take the text out of a context, what do you take, what, what you're left with? A con, yeah. Take text out of context, you're left with a con. And so uh, we're just going to, we're going, to be ho- we're going to be focusing in on uh, Isaiah 55, verse 6, but let's get there first and put it into its context. So, um, come, all you who are thirsty. That's a great start, isn't it? Come to the waters. You who have no money, come, buy and eat. Buy wine and milk without money and without cost. The rise in prices, that's very helpful. Why spend money on what's not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen to me, listen to me and eat what is good and you will delight in the riches of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. My faithful love promised to David. See, I've made him a witness to the peoples, a ruler and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations you do not know will come running to you because of the Lord our, your God, the Holy One, Holy One of Israel. For he has endowed you with splendor. Seek the Lord while he may be found, and call on him while he is near. So I hope you get the thrust there that this is about invitation. This is God inviting us into a context of invitation. And we're going to home in on seek the Lord while he may be found, call on him while he's near. And uh, I don't know, are you any sort of Bake Off fans? Yeah, yeah. Was it sad to see um, Thingy go? Who was it? I've forgotten the name. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, No. (laughs) Oh, controversial. Uh, Yeah, so... (laughs) But um, you know you get those dinners, don't you, that are like massive, and you enjoy them because uh, at the end you can hardly walk, you know, <laughs> and you just feel kind of... And then you get these other, other meals, aren't you, that are like really tiny, uh, but they taste amazing. Uh, and I'm hoping tonight's going to be the tiny, amazing meal. We're going we're gonna to go, go, go rich and deep, hopefully. So, um, so Isaiah, seek the Lord while he may be found. Now... The other thing I wanted to point out is that scripture is many things. It's history, it's poetry, um, it tells a unified story of a God who revealed himself to humans and is now in the process of bailing humans out 
for the mess they made out of it. Uh, it's a book that was put together to point towards a Messiah, somebody who's going to rescue us. It's, it's that big picture stuff. And yet also, it's a meditative book. It's a book in which you sit down and you, you chew on it and you meditate on it. And, and, and that's what we're going to do a little bit tonight. I want to try and kind of take you through a, a bit of a process which you may wish to use uh, in the future. You might find it helpful. Um, there's a thing called couplets, uh, quite common in the Psalms. You know, so it's like the, kind of like, um, I should have bought, got one available to me, but um, uh, where there are two verses that go together. They might compare and contrast, or they might reinforce. And this is a couplet. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he's near. It's kind of got a bit of a bounce to it, hasn't it, if you, as you read it. Um, and uh, there are things in here. You can just pull it apart and dig deep. All right. So I'm hoping you'll find this useful. And um, if I turn my clicker on, you'll find it even more useful. There we go. Great. <laughs> right, so, there you go. Click, click. Ah, there you go. Right. So first of all, let's look at some of the words. All right. So we've got seek is a significant word. Do you agree? Right, so just read it. It'll seek a significant word. Found goes with seek. So when you read, when you look at the passage, two, two, the, these two words bounce out straight away. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Also call in the other set and near. So we've got seek and found, call and near. That's pretty straightforward. Uh, but it's inviting you to do something with these words. There's more to it too, because there's a time component in this as well, isn't there? Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he may be near. So now we've got time as well. So um, we've also got a couple of subjects. So in this passage, we've got us and we've got the Lord. So seek the Lord, that's us. While he may be found, that's the Lord. Call on him, that's us. While he is near, that's the Lord. And as I say, we've got this time component. What are we going to do with that time? Right. Now, the first two words of the couplet, seek and call, we agree about us, aren't we? But what they're doing is they're asking us to do something. They're both doing words, seek and call. But, the other words to do with God are actually more to do about location. Found, he's somewhere to be found. Near, he's nearby. So we've got action and location, and not only that, we've got a direction. All of a sudden, this passage is starting to get more interesting. Well, I hope it is anyway. You might be like, oh gosh, here we go. But I hope it's not the case. So, we are moving in the direction of the Lord. Now, often in Scripture, it's described, isn't it, that God is chasing us and finding us and hunting us down. So, we want to balance that in the context of Scripture. This is not the only way in which we interact with God. He also is looking for us. 
But in this particular passage, in this particular invitation, we are being inviting to move towards God or do something towards God. We are the people taking the action. Let's look at seek and call. Are there, compa- are there comparisons, are there contrasts that we can make? Um, this point, I'm going to introduce something called Strong's. Has anyone ever heard of the Strong's Concordance? One or two of you, yeah? So there was a bloke called Strong, and I'm sure there's other blokes called Strong, but this particular bloke called Strong went through the Bible, and he made a list of every single word in the Old Testament and the New Testament, and then he collated all the meanings and all the times that these were used. And I've got a version of it at home. It's like a, you know, a bit like a family Bible-sized thing. It's massive, and the writing's tiny. And there's loads of numbers. Each is given a, a number to every single word in the Bible. Fascinating. When I, was a, when I was 16, this was my go-to reading of an evening. I'd open up a verse, and I'd start going through all the numbers. It's like, really, confu- really, really lovely. Anyway, you can also get it on your phone. Right? So, 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 somewhat smaller uh, on your phone. Um, but there are, other, there are other concordances you can, you can use, um, like Young and uh, Crudens as well. They're, they're quite old ones. There was an old set. I, I was, came from the Brethren uh, 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 heritage, and there was a joke amongst the Brethren, apparently a very funny theological joke, apparently it's funny, but it's basically Strong's for the strong, Young's for the young, and Crudens for the crude. So, uh, <coughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, it wasn't that funny, was it? Uh, <laughs> when, I was, when I was four years old, it did fun. Anyway, uh, so Strong's Accordance is really helpful. You can get it on your phone. There are other ones as well. You can also get, you can know site to pay for this one, but you can get them for free online as well. Bible Gateway and all those kind of websites that, that do different translations. You can do this. If your brain's a bit like mine, you can find it helpful. So what we're going to do, is, now, a little knowledge is a dangerous thing. I've got a little knowledge. I'm a dangerous thing right now. So, Ed and Phil, if at any point I start speaking heresy, you can just wrestle me to the ground. Yeah? And if needs be, we do have a couple of um, fire pits outside <coughs> if you want to do the Inquisition on me. So, like, so, um, so I'm coming from an amateur theologian. theologian. So, this word seek, right, uh, is darash. It's kind of, you don't really need to know the original Hebrew word, but. The point of it is, it's like a pursuing word, a hunting word. It's like a diligence word. It's, um, it also actually, it's, sometimes it's used in worship in, 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 the, in the Old Testament. Um, it's got a sense of focus, forward thinking and planning, and, and like dedication. So, um, if you think about the hunter seeking his prey or her prey, um, seeking their prey. They're, they're, they're thinking about the tracks. They're hiding out in the woods. They know where the trails are. They're seeking. They're waiting. They're looking. They've got this one perspective. You might think of the kestrel in the sky hovering. You know How they get the energy to do that, I don't know. But they just sort of hang there for hours, don't they? Flapping their wings. And there's somewhere down there, there's a little vole. And they're, and they're waiting for that moment, that fleeting moment when the vole's out. Seek. Call, on the other hand, is not diligence. 
it's moment, it's kind of a bit momentary. It's kind of like, in English, you could translate it into, Oi, you're right, Jeff. It's that kind of familiar, that kind of, not startled, but that kind of sudden awakeness. You know, so, you, you know, <laughs> there you are, your laptop. And then you realize your wife's been in the house for like tw- last 20 minutes. She came home 20 minutes ago. You go, oh, hi, love. And you have a conversation. And it's like you've got a kind of familiar experience. It's, it's like known. Um, it's invitational. It's intimacy. It's kind of a warm, cuddly word. It's kind of like closeness. It's like I say, when you, if you hear, you hear your neighbor over the fence, uh, and you get on with your neighbour, and you go, oh, hello, Julie, how you doing? And she goes, oh, I'm fine, thanks. And then you have a conversation, and it opens up. That kind of conversational intimacy. There are things you don't need to say because you already know each other. You don't need an introduction. It's not like, hello, I'm Mr. Crummock. You know, you wouldn't say that to your wife? Well, I wouldn't say it to my wife. I might say it to your wife, uh, <laughs> if I don't know them very well. Anyway, so, um, what about found, then? Well, found is actually a really interesting word because actually the word found, matzah, is actually the whole sentence. It says, seek, and then the rest of that sentence, while he may be found, is actually in the Hebrew, one word, is Hebrew word matzah. So this word's got time built into it. And it's kind of like this transitory, ephemeral kind of feeling. It's... Something doesn't exist until you put your eyes on it. One minute it was there, it wasn't there, rather. Next minute it is. Obviously it did exist, but you didn't see it, so it didn't exist to you. It's a transient kind of thing. You know, kind of, something happens out the corner of your eye, and you go, ooh, and then it's gone. Hmm. And then, carob is actually... Again, a bit like time. The near word is a bit like time, but it's the opposite. It's always been there. Consistent. It's near in time. It's it's about to happen. Jesus would say, wasn't it, the kingdom of God is at hand, meaning the kingdom of God is right here, right now. It's the end of my hand. It's like a word you'd use to describe your neighbor or somebody in your family they're always there, aren't they, whether you like it or not. Your family are always there. Your neighbor's always next door. They're constantly available, always there. And if, I don't know if you noticed, but the carob and the other word for call was kara. They're actually almost the same word. And in Strong's, they got, they're like the next number on from each other. Almost the same word. So... The other interesting thing is that found here is a kind of like a maybe. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Maybe he is going to reveal himself. Maybe he's not. There's a kind of a question mark, which is why people do stuff, don't they? That's why they go hunting. Because they might come back hungry. People go fishing because there's that kind of jeopardy that they might come home empty-handed. It's part of the fun. Um, me and Josh went out uh, deer stalking. Sounds very bold, doesn't it? He was about seven uh, at the time, and uh, we'd, 
on the bit of motorway between uh, Bristol and, and Weston, I'd spotted a field where there were lots of deer at certain times of the day. So I said to Josh, hey, why don't we go deer stalking? He's like, yeah, exciting. So we had to get up really early in the morning before it's dark to go get to this bit of woodland for dusk. And, and the whole point of the thing was it was exciting. We didn't know we were going to be successful. It was intriguing. Maybe. And then when you do find it, it's a wonder, isn't it? Have you ever, I don't know, have you ever looked for a kingfisher? I've seen a kingfisher once in my life. And it was amazing. Looking and waiting. And then you see it. It's the rarity that makes it so awesome. The other day I was driving down Davis Hill and I saw a green woodpecker, which are like really rare. I never see one in my life. And it's just out the corner of my eye. Boom! Into the wood. And that was it, gone. Maybe, maybe. Whereas the other one is definite. Right? My kids are definitely part of my family. Yeah? My neighbour definitely lives next to me. There is no doubt about it. It's consistent. It's apparent. Okay, so, here we go. Darash, Matzah, Kara, and Karab. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. There's a bit more here. I forgot to say about the consistency and the persistence. The found is also spontaneous. And the calling is also spontaneous. So there's not just a contrast, there's also a comparison across the diagonal of the words. First and last. First and last. Call and found are spontaneous. Whereas seek and near... I've both got this sense of persistence. Isn't that interesting? Who'd have thought it? We'd just been digging really deep. And I expect as I'm talking, some of you who might be more, you know, been Christians for years, I'll probably think, yeah, I've heard all this before, which is great. But also, I'm hoping that, you know, you're, you're beginning to, to go, ah, oh, yeah, and there's something rising up inside your, holy, inside your spirit. The Holy Spirit might be speaking to you for now, but some of the things that we kind of like, Ah, you might be linking to stuff that you already know in the scriptures or experiences you've had. Let's put it together and seek persistently, diligently, just in case he appears. Seek the Lord while he may be found. I don't know, have you ever laid in a field in the grass waiting for a shooting star? I hope you have. And if you haven't, don't care how old you are, go and do it in the summer. <laughs> Get, you, know, when we're teen, you know, I remember when I was a teenager, just up on a place called Wilbury Hill, we used to lie down and, uh, on, the, on the golf course there, on the, on the greens, and just watch the sky. And then it'd always be just over there, wouldn't it? Or just over there. Or your friend would see it and you wouldn't have seen it. And every now and again, you'd be the one that see it. And you'd go, oh, wow. You know, do you know what that's like? That's like when you're in a, worship, a time of worship and you're diligently come to seek the Lord. And then all of a sudden, although you've been looking for him, suddenly you sense his presence in some way. A picture, a word, sometimes a, a physical sensation. And it feels like you could, it would just transition and, and disappear really quickly. 
and you've got that extra experience. That encounter, it's about encounter. Seek the Lord, seek him that you might encounter him and have uh, that time. Or it could be when you're sitting down with your quiet, in your quiet time, you know, or jogging with your quiet time or however you do your quiet time. Um, and, and you've given the Lord a specific moment in the day and there you are and you've, you've done it for days on end and it's just been not a duty but you know something you've just done faithfully and then on that day a special day that doesn't seem to be any different to any other day the Lord speaks to you and you suddenly go wow the Lord is here because he was always there so just like when me and Josh were going through this deer stalking moment we're walking up this track it's dusky it's really hard to see you know and Josh has gone ahead of me he's probably about as far as Sharon is away from me now because he's so excited and we're both like really creeping quietly and then just where you are this deer comes out of a hedge and just stops dead now Josh is walking on ahead with his back to me he can't see the deer I'm right in front of the darn thing and I'm like but I can't go, wow, because I've frightened the deer. And there's a chance that Josh might just turn around and see it himself, because that's the whole point we came. I don't know what happened. I, I, I moved something, it twitched or something, the deer suddenly went, woo, and disappeared off into the bush again. It's so fleeting. I said to Josh, Josh, there's a deer. And it's gone. Josh turns around, there is no deer. But the deer was there the whole time, even when we were sneaking through the forest. The forest was full of deer, we just couldn't see them. And it's the same with the Lord. When we're doing that diligently, kind of focusing, trying to work him out, he's there. He just hasn't stepped out from behind the bush. He exists. He's with us. And that's what faith is about, isn't it? Um, oh, it's like Alice and the Rainbows, all right? Uh, very, when Alice is very young, she, she suddenly worked out that you only get, you get rainbows when it's just rained and the sun comes out. And it's like a really big thing. She's like, wow, it's a big revelation for us. And so, and it's like that, isn't it? When, you see this, when it's just rained and then you see the sun, you know there's a rainbow somewhere and you're looking for it. And when you do see it, I don't know if you're like you, I'm just like, whoa, the rainbow, you know, and it's really fun. Seek the Lord that you might encounter him. Seek the Lord while you might encounter him. Or, um, call or, and, call on him because he's really nearby. Spontaneously, just say, hey, God, you're mowing the lawn. You're fixing the car, hoovering the car, making the tea, doing, filling the dishwasher, Whatever it is, it's a mundane task. In the day, the daily part of life, driving to work, sat at your desk, whatever you do. God is next to you. And you can just say, hey God. Hey God. And you can have that conversation. That closeness, that intimacy, that unbelievable sense in which he's the mighty living God and yet he wants to reveal himself 
as your friend. Being comfortable with God's continuous presence nearby and, and at hand. Call on him and expect him to, be, to him to be attentive to you. How can they be true at the same time? Two completely different ideas of God's closeness and intimacy, both true at the same time. Seek the Lord. I think that's my last slide. Seek the Lord while you can find him. (laughs) Call on him while he's near. And in this passage, God's inviting us to understand his, his expanse isn't he? And his availability. When I used to read this as a child and as a young man uh, out of context, I used to take it as a rebuke. Oh, seek the Lord while he can be found. Call on him while he's near. And as, as, as if I only had this moment any minute now this particular moment, and it, that is kind of true, but it's not the whole story here, is it? It's much bigger than that. It's not a rebuke. It's an invitation. His ways, aren't, his ways are higher than us. His thoughts aren't our thoughts. Um, guys, do you want to come up and get yourselves all twanged up and things. We're going to have another opportunity now to seek the Lord while he can be found, call on him while he, while he is near. Uh, and however the Holy Spirit's been stirring you up right now, maybe it's that sense of, he's right next to me and I can just relax into that and not be worried. Or it could be the kind of like, whoa, I'm really excited. I really want to press in and find that elusive moment. The great thing about those elusive moments is it's up to God, isn't it? Whether he wants to step out from behind the bush or not and go, boo. (laughs) You can't make him do it. But we do know from the context that he's inviting us to do this, to be close, to be known. Let's stand. And uh, if you want to stand, don't even have to stand, of course. It's entirely up to you. Holy Spirit, let's just ask the Holy Spirit to be here where he is here. I hate that language, but I keep using it. (laughs) We ask him to come, Lord, make yourself known to us, Lord, either through the intimacy, Lord God, or through that encounter moment, Lord God. We, We leave it to you, but we ask you, Lord, be Be known. Make yourself known to us in this moment. We come and we're giving you this time. We're setting this time aside. You're so worthy.